0: Welcome to Crime Time with Maggie Sten. What you're going to be listening to is a series of episodes called The Times Aren't Changing, They Have Changed. With me is Rod Murray, who has a lot of questions.
1: Maggie, today's topic is a fascinating one. The Fourth Estate and the Impact of Social Media on Trials could go for days. Could
0: no, it, <laughs> it won't, but it, you're right, it is fascinating.
1: What is the fourth estate, Maggie? That should be our starting point, I think.
0: Okay, the fourth estate or the fourth power refers to the press and news media and it's derived from the old English idea that there are three estates. The Lord Spiritual, were those members of the clergy, mainly bishops, who are members of the House of Lords. The Lords Temporal, those members of the House of Lords who were either hereditary peers, law lords or lords appointed for life. And then the House of Commons, the powerhouse or people's house. Because under the Westminster system, we have the legislature, the administrative and the judiciary and the judiciary I've just spoken about. So the fourth estate is the news media and their capacity to frame political and legal issues, and that's the problem. They are almost like the fourth arm of government.
1: But they're outside the government, aren't
0: they? Well, they're completely outside the government. They have really no right to be there, but they are. If you think about it, and we'll get on to that later on, but if you think about what you know about cases, it'll be what you've read and it'll be amazing how brainwashed you are. Not just you, but me, everybody. So let's go back a bit. Juries weren't always around in The Middle Ages, you had trial by water. You had all sorts of things where someone held your head down and if you came up again, that was good, you weren't guilty. If you drowned, you were guilty. You were guilty. Yeah, because you had the feudal system. So, again, there were lords, there was the lord of the manor and then there were the the people who worked for him. So it was the lord who was in charge of everything and he made the decisions. When
1: do, sorry, when did we see these systems start to perhaps change, where people started well, to agitate no- for something a bit fairer?
0: There was noise about it for a long time. There was, in fact, noise in 1215 with the Magna Carta, with Richard the Lionheart and his brother, King John. And bear in mind that this is during the divine right of kings, where kings could behead people, they could do whatever they wanted. And did. They did, but even the Magna Carta then already said they had to be responsible for certain things. So it was already starting then. By the time you got to the 1700s, there was a lot of agitation for it. The 1800s, definitely, and definitely by the 19th, towards the end of the 19th century, in the 20th century, the 20th century was about juries. Once again, it was men that sat on juries.
1: Was that, again, was that a rule or just a precedent?
0: Well, there was no rule and there was no compulsory jury duty. Right. right? That didn't come in till much, much later. So where would a jury be drawn from? Oh, it was supposed to be a jury of your peers, but that was very oh. interesting too. And there was a lot of hoo-ha and talk about this in English history because if someone's there and they're charged with stealing, where do you find other thieves to sit on the
1: jury? It's- <laughs> assuming they're guilty, of course, yes. Maggie, which we would never do yes, prior yes. to a decision being handed yes.
0: down. Yeah. But so that's another. <laughs> you whole can see the flaws th- in the yeah, system yeah, immediately. Yeah, there's, there's a whole other topic. Yeah. But it became more and more egalitarian with the, with the emergence of a middle class again. So um But no women, as you're saying, no women on juries. In nineteen twenty-four, the first bill to allow women jurors was introduced in Australia. Wow. It required a bill. A bill. They actually had a bill about it. But it wasn't until nineteen fifty-seven when women gained the right to sit on juries. Okay. And it wasn't until 1977 that they had full jury rights in New South Wales.
1: Many people would find that staggering, and I'm among them. And even though every time I hear these sorts of stories, I'm reminded that you could not as a woman get a bank loan for a mortgage yes. without the approval of your husband That's or right, father into the 1970s.
0: Yes, that's right. It's
1: staggering, isn't it? it? It is. Encouraging that we've come so far, I suppose, but staggering to think that I was alive when that was
0: Yes, the but, case. but don't forget, too, that it's 1977 when women had the full right to go on juries. That didn't mean that it was compulsory. That just means that they could do could. it. Could. And, in fact, there was a retired Queen's Counsel who was around in those days, and I remember him telling me that, oh, he – and he was a defence counsel and an extremely good one, and I – He said he was always wary of any woman on a jury. Didn't want a jury with a woman on there.
1: Why? What was the reasoning?
0: Well, because it meant that she was there voluntarily and she probably thought too much. Right. Don't want too many thinking people on a jury.
1: Not as malleable mean. as you might like.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, which is interesting. Yeah, a bit
1: independent and strong thought. Yes, yes,
0: interesting.
1: Just on a quick side note, how are juries selected and how has that process changed over time? I guess we're all familiar with the TV notion of being able to object to certain juries. No, certain well, time, not in New but-
0: South Wales. In New South Wales, is not nearly as good as TV makes it out in America. We get to look at a juror. And we get a number. That's it. We don't know the juror's name. We don't know the juror's occupation. That's it. That's all you get. And you only get three challenges. So that means that you can just object to three jurors.
1: Right, without knowing anything about them. Nothing. So an equal pool of people and you just get to randomly choose three. That's that right. You'll- that,
0: yes, that's exactly right. Look, obviously, if someone is there reading Mein Kampf, you don't want that. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Depending on the charge. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, exactly. But that's, again, that's very interesting because just over the period of time that I've been doing this, I've noticed a real change in the way juries come back with verdicts. And, again, that's a social thing. Because when I first started doing this, it was not that long after the Vietnam War. It was all, it was different. So you didn't choose the guy in the brown suit with the RSL badge and a crew cut. That was not the guy you wanted on the jury because for sure he was going to be a foreman. Now. I'm really wary of the people with a ring in their nose <laughs> and um, dreadlocks.
1: It's amazing how we make judgments on looks, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh,
0: but seriously, that's just, yeah. you know, if you've got dread... Because I have had trials where the person with the dreadlocks and with the ring in their nose and covered in tattoos is the foreman. Mm. And they, in my experience, are quite right wing which is now called left wing right <laughs> okay.
1: goodness we, we really are off on a tangent so yeah yeah jury so we yeah. joined juries sort of in the 70s or whatever yes yeah. And how does this all tie into – juries are obviously crucial in a criminal trial. Yes. Maybe they're the ones who are making the decision about guilt or innocence, which is the – and then the judge obviously passes sentence. Yes. Uh, how does that interact with social media? We've talked about changing times, and my goodness, no industry has changed as much as the media yeah. in the last 15 or 20 years. Where do these things bump up against each other?
0: Well, what used to happen – was the the jurors got to be seen to be independent. So prior to the emergence of social media, you really only had the newspapers and then you had television. Well, juries used to be locked up. They'd go to court and then on weekends they'd be locked up in a motel.
1: Sometimes for months and months on end for some trial. Yes, yes,
0: yes. And there weren't any mobile phones, so they didn't have those. They didn't have social media. So that was one thing that prevented it. Once the internet came out, judges tell them not to read the newspaper, not to discuss anything with people at home. Well, how much jurors pay attention to this, who knows?
1: Some would be vigilant and others would be not at all. Exactly,
0: human nature. nature. And social media... I don't think anyone's got any control over. That's actually incredible with social media and the figures.
1: How many Australians do we know
0: are now on social
1: media or use social
0: media? 80%. 80%. 80%, which is just incredible.
1: I wonder whether we've had 80% of people who read the newspaper or watched
0: television. Sorry, 82.7%. 21.45 21. million Australians.
1: Are engaged in some way, yeah, social media, media. Facebook, that's, Twitter, and that's hey, an Instagram, increase
0: hey. of four point six percent on the twelve months before. The common scenarios mm. are that they want to research the trial details on social media, they comment about the trial on social media, jurors commenting yeah. on
1: trials, but they they're told not in. to. Yeah, sure,
0: but that's what they do. Mm-hmm. In 2014, a Queensland murder trial was aborted on its 10th day due to a juror conducting research on Facebook to learn more about the accused and his alleged victim. The judge had to refer the case to the Attorney General to consider prosecution. They loathed to do that because it's so hard to get people on juries As anyway. It is. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So they're loath yeah. to do that.
1: Particularly for the sorts of trials we're talking about, which may go for a long period That's
0: right. That's exactly right. In 2016, a jury for a criminal trial was discharged after two jurors googled the names and background of the accused. The jurors in question were prosecuted for contempt at court and were each fined $3,000. Wow. But the trial was aborted and had to start again. In 2022, this year, the High Court of Australia unanimously quashed the convictions of a tutor accused of sexual offences against children and ordered a new trial because one of the jurors had done online research relating to the case before the final verdicts were handed down.
1: This is staggering. Well, the, yeah. The cost in time, energy. The cost energy. is incredible,
0: yeah. Jurors must be seen as independent and unbiased. Otherwise, the accused right to a fair trial can be undermined. Mm. And it's particularly problematic when post or tweet about a trial, particularly if they express an opinion about the case, which they do. Jurors still regularly get caught sharing their views on social media. A female juror sitting in a murder trial in Western Australia was dismissed after she posted on Facebook right before the trial was scheduled to start at Perth District Court. Guilty. The trial hadn't started.
1: Goodness me. I'm I'm stunned on a couple of fronts, Maggie. One being that there are that many people that could be that, uneducated or even that irresponsible about what is an extraordinary civic responsibility, to sit on a jury.
0: Yeah. Well, they are.
1: It's remarkable, isn't it? They, they
0: are. They are. And these are the ones we know Which about. Which you know about, yes. Yeah. What what troubles me more is the ones that we don't know about because I think that everything you know about cases me included, is what you've read and what you've seen.
1: It comes from somewhere, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Let's go back to the Johnny, Depp and Amber Hurt. That trial was on TikTok. You could follow it. All the kids were watching it. Everybody had an opinion before that trial started. I guarantee you if I ask you questions, you will have an opinion. I'll at least know something. Yeah. You, you the can't, Dawson, have, you can't okay. have avoided it. Yeah, the Dawson trial.
1: The teacher's pet? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, well, yes, fair yeah. enough.
0: So well, that even if you don't do anything, you have been exposed and how contaminated are you already? It's unregulated
1: social media though, isn't it, Maggie? The, yes. The press historically has been somewhat regulated. There yes. are laws around what you can say and write about a trial during a trial as the press. That's not the case with social media.
0: They're starting to regulate it, but it's got a long way to go. There
1: can, in fact, be malicious actors in social media deliberately planting information to try and achieve an outcome.
0: Absolutely.
1: So what do Mm -hmm. we do? What What can you do? What can you do about clearly what is, whether you like it or not, influencing criminal cases?
0: Well, that's a very good question because I really don't know. Do you stop? Any reporting of a criminal case. I don't know if that would be the answer. I don't know if that could be done. Um,
1: Smacks of something unpalatable, doesn't it? That's right. A that's state right, because, operating without That's right, any
0: Because yes, scrutiny. because a courtroom has got to be a place that anybody can walk into. Justice must be seen to be done mm. as well as be done. Look, recently, the Director of Public Prosecutions in the ACT had to issue a statement urging an end to all public commentary, including by officers of the court and public figures. I mean, we've got to the stage now where politicians feel they can talk about criminal trials, your question earlier was, what's wrong with these people? Well, the people who are putting things on social media are presumably housewives or, you know, people who haven't done this sort of thing before. But if you've got politicians actually yeah. talking about it?
1: Indeed. Indeed. Has the, has the jury's time come, perhaps, Maggie? Is this an insolvable problem? And is the answer, in fact, to remove the jury from the equation and everything that comes with it? and hand over the judicial decisions to be it a single or a panel of legal experts
0: i certainly hope not because as it is our westminster system is watered down daily that would be a complete um capitulation com- yeah yeah <laughs> and and in a utopian world, that would be just lovely. where well, you can elect to have judge-alone trials. Mm-hmm. Judges are people. They read the same newspapers. They're brainwashed too. We all like to think we're not. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we are. And we all
1: think we're the only ones who are not. No, that's right.
0: Every, that's, that's ex- is. That is exactly <laughs> is right. right. So that's not the
1: answer. What are the strengths of the jury system? This is clearly – not a weakness would be, the but this is obviously an issue for the jury. Yeah. What are the strengths of the jury system? You said it would be an awful situation with juries to be lost from the system.
0: Well, I think it would because, look – If you have a judge-alone trial, that's just great. If the judge is a really, really fair judge and comes to the right decision, but that's an awful lot to put on the shoulders of one person, and that's presuming that it's a good judge, a fair judge, a judge who's interested in justice. A
1: lot of moving targets, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. As I said before, there's good judges, bad judges, terrible judges, wonderful judges. They're just people. Whereas at least with 12 jurors, you have the hope that some will do the right thing and some won't. I mean, that old Henry Fonda movie of 12 Angry Men, it's the best movie. And I encourage everyone to get it out and see how one person can change everybody's views on that jury.
1: Is the reality that the system has to be constantly evaluated and decisions made on the move, particularly in a world where technology is moving so much faster than the law or medicine or any of us can yes. keep up with.
0: Yes, yes. And I often wonder, you know, how many of these decisions came about because the jurors actually sat there and listened to the evidence, or did they come about because of the media? You know, particularly those footballer cases. Mm-hmm.
1: High profile cases. Yeah, are always, the, you always have to wonder, don't you, how
0: much? Yeah, particularly, you know, that demographic of 20 to 30 year olds, you know, that whole footballer thing. It's, I think, I think it's a serious worry, but I think it's the best system we've got.
1: Is social media the problem or has it merely exposed the problem that's always existed but wasn't out in the light previously?
0: It's exposed the problem that always existed but made it worse because it's more prolific.
1: Reaches more people.
0: Yes, eighty
1: two percent. You said of Australians yes, on social media. Yes,
0: yeah. I know that if I am reading about a case in the newspaper, I form a view. Yeah, hmm. I form a view of whether that person is guilty or not. Yeah.
1: We all do, don't we?
0: And therein lies the problem.
1: And as a juror, that's your job. That's but right. But you can't leave that decision until the end when no. you've evaluated it. It's just no. not how the human mind works, is it? It's yes. uh, Yeah. It's uh, it's extraordinary. Overall, is our legal system a good one, Maggie? I or is that too so. complicated a question to ask one no. person with a couple of minutes to go? Yeah, it's pro-
0: look, it probably is too complicated a question, but I think so. I think it is. I still think that it's much better to start with the presumption of innocence than the Roman system, which is the European system, which is the presumption of
1: guilt which, as you know as well as I do, the next high-profile case that comes along will be thrown out the window by most people who will immediately call for the strongest possible penalty in the least possible amount of time.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: it's just how people are. Fabulous to catch up. Thank you, Maggie. Okay. Hey!